Hi, and welcome to the Little Things Podcast. This is episode lucky number seven, where we are going to be talking about our experience of buying a house. It's funny you should mention luck, because buying a house is all about luck these days. Hi, my name is Krista, and I'm a married mother of three, and this is my podcast voice. (laughs) My name is Zach. We are entering the podcast world to share our story of marriage and thoughts on things we care about or find interesting. Wow. P.S. We're married to each other. (laughs) Yeah. And we're back. So, we are going to talk about buying a house. This is our first house that we bought, right? Yep. So, we're first-time homeowners. Yep. So, as first-time homeowners, what is something that surprised you? Um, How hard it was. I felt like I wasn't an adult, that I didn't know anything about buying a house when we were actually in the process. So, what specifically parts of the process, like... Dealing with the bank, looking for actual houses, trying to get approved for a mortgage, like very specific. Okay. I want to know exactly what you were exactly thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. Not just a general idea. I want to know exactly what surprised you. <laughs> it surprised me how quick you need to move. Like it's not something that we move at Zach pace for. Which is slow which, paced. Which is very slow paced. Fast paced for what though? What are you talking about? So when you are looking at a home first, you need to get a... Pr- like a pre-approval so we got to go to the bank right? so we had so, to go to the bank you got to make a, an appointment you got to talk to some stranger about your financial situation yeah. so what part of the banking let's start at the beginning then what part of the banking experience because since the first step is you have to get pre-approved for a mortgage right so what part yeah. of the banking experience surprised you the the part that surprised me the most is that the bank is willing to let you be poor in your own house like they're not really taking um into consideration any other debts besides your your mortgage what it's going to be and like the bills that you owe them they don't care about anything else it didn't really surprise me about that but it it was kind of silly because when we were pre-approved we were pre-approved for way more than i thought that we could handle and that is appropriate an appropriate amount yeah that's true i thought the same thing like when they told us like the house like the amount that we were approved for was like probably like double two and a half times what we actually ended up getting our house for we, mm-hmm. we like got a house that was way more affordable and like the amount that they were willing to do was like basically you'd be house poor it was crazy so yeah, that's, that, that surprised would... me as well yeah and i think that it surprised me that the bank is not i guess i shouldn't say surprise but it's a shitty thing to feel like the bank is willing to put you in that position and some stranger who's pretending to like you and pretending <laughs> yeah. you know to to be your friend so that they can get your money basically basically is how i felt yeah that's true so after the banking situation we got pre-approved. That all went good. We went. We got pre-approved, but then I started to do my own research because I felt kind of dumb. I felt like I didn't really know what we were doing, and I didn't understand why the bank was willing to give us all this money. So I started looking around and shopping around for mortgages, and we ended up going with a credit union instead of a bank for our mortgage, which had a better rate. Um, and there were other little things like when I was researching about, um, how we were to pay our property tax, I found out, uh, that when you are a first time homeowner with a bank, well, at least it's true for a TD bank that, um, when you are a first time homeowner and you have property tax that you need to pay, they pay it on your behalf 
uh, for the first six months and then you pay it within the payment of your mortgage. So every time that you're paying your mortgage, you are paying a portion of your property tax. It's all rolled into one and you pay it to them and then they pay the property tax on your behalf ahead of time to make sure that the city that you live in is getting their money. But what you don't realize or may may not realize is that when you do that, the bank is making interest off of that total amount. So they're making money off of you to do something that you should and could do on your own and pay your property taxes separately. So um, after all was said and done... That was a deal breaker, by the way. That was a big deal breaker. (laughs) And I don't care. I will name TD Bank as as the place that did that. And I felt like after that situation, I felt like we were being taken advantage of as first-time homeowners. We weren't given a lot of financial education. We were just tossed that information in a way that didn't sit right with me. So that's why I started looking around and like trying to learn on my own because I felt like they weren't going to help us do that. Um, and my parents helped us do that as well. But both of our parents, a set of parents, have bought houses not in this time frame. Yeah. So, I mean, they've already been through this in a, in a different time in their lives, in a different time where houses are, were worked a little bit differently, I think. Yeah. Well, the funny thing, too, about that uh, property tax scandal. <laughs> scandal? It, <clears throat> property tax scandal was that, like, when we originally were meeting with the bank lady, we asked her, like, because your parents told us that we could pay property tax separate. Mm-hmm. And we specifically asked her, we're, we said, we want we don't want to roll our, our property tax in because we don't want you to charge us interest on it. We want to pay it separately. And she's like, oh, no, that's just how you do it. All banks do it this way. And we're like, we, we told her, we said, we're that's not what we were told. We were told you could pay it separately. And she's like, no, no, that's not how it works. Like, we pay it for you. We pay it up front. And then it rolls into one. That way you're only making one payment. You're not paying us and paying the city. So then you went and looked around and did your own research. And then we went, I think you, you called up um, the credit union. And the credit union said, yeah, you can pay it separately. We don't we do not do it for you. They specifically don't do it for you. They do it right. separately. And then so we, we, we signed papers with TD originally for the, the pre-approved mortgage. And then we went to the credit union. And then after we went and, and uh, called up the... Uh, um, Oh no, they called me. They called you. They called me asking when I was going to come in and finalize everything because they were so gung-ho about us signing with them. And then when I told them that we went with a credit union because of that reason, they said, oh, well, why didn't you say something? Because we could have worked something out. And I said, no, sorry, it's too late. You didn't want to, you know, work with us in the first place. So let's say no to that. Yeah, because I seen her too, like, uh, because all my bank accounts were there at the time and I was doing something like cashing a check or something and I seen her there and she's like she's like oh I'm sorry to hear that you guys didn't want to go with us and I was like I straight up said to her I said I said we we asked you not to roll it in we said we wanted to do it separately and you said that's impossible and she's like well we can do it it's just a different thing and I'm like you didn't you told us we couldn't specifically do it so now we're not not now we're not doing our mortgage with you and she's like oh you guys we we could still work something out I said no there's no working it out now I'm like we're done I just (laughs) said thank you and I just left and we ended up closing all of our accounts at TD as well I just moved everything over because this one little tiny scandal that they just wouldn't do it yeah I think that was the most disappointing thing about uh being a first-time homeowner is that financial institutions and people that you have to deal with really take advantage of first-time homeowners and they don't really care 
about yeah. your well not your well-being but like your, your finan- financial well-being. your financial well-being yeah. if you want to bank there they just don't care no they don't care well the, the thing is too like it's only a small thing like it almost seems easier at the end of the day because they're paying it for you you are only making one payment instead of two but the fact that they they roll it into into one payment but they also charge you interest and you'll basically be paying like I don't know what the percentage is, but a tiny little bit more interest, but you're paying that over the entire lifetime of your mortgage, which is going to add up huge, yeah. right? Which is why they don't want you, That's what, which is why they want you to do, they want to do it for you, right? Yeah. It seems small and it probably, I don't know how much money it is over the lifetime. No, but, but it's also the fact of the matter that they won't give you a choice. And then on top of that, you can't, um, with specifically TD Bank, you can't pay your mortgage weekly, which is what oh, yeah. we chose this time. Okay. Um, with the credit union, we were able to pay weekly, but there you can't pay weekly. So mm. you can't even really do like accelerated payments in that type of way okay. either. And, and I want the freedom to pay how I want to pay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So moving on from the scandal there, <laughs> so we actually got the mortgage and whatnot, and that was all a thing. Pre-approval and Pre-approval everything. With, and then it turned into the looking. Yeah. So what, what surprised you most about, I guess, looking for a house? Cause that was kind of a... It wasn't actually as big of a scandal as the banking <laughs> Everything's thing. Everything's a scandal for you? Yeah. But, but like, what surprised you most about actually like talking to the realtor and looking at houses and, and going and making bids and whatnot? Um, it's really important now that I look back to have a proper realtor that knows what they're doing and knows what you're looking for and has respect for your wishes and what you're looking for. Obviously they have a a job to do and I feel like it's a shitty job to do because I feel like if I were a realtor, I'd be wasting a lot of time. People are very indecisive and like want that what they want and it's hard to compromise on that. But I would say that would be the most difficult part is um, having a realtor that is a good realtor, which yeah. we were lucky. Yeah, we that we, nice, she, we was, a, she was a good lady. She worked with us and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. we told her the areas that we wanted to live and like what we were looking for. And, and she did a good job. She found some stuff. Like we obviously didn't go with everything that she showed us, but, uh, we went and looked at some houses that she showed yeah. us. And, uh, the houses that she showed us were all nice. And basically what we asked for, the only issue that surprised me was, uh, the, like the bidding issue. I didn't realize I guess it's worse now than it was five years ago, but even five years ago, it was it was worse than it should have been. Yeah. So we are both from Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, we were looking around the Hamilton area, around, uh, like we originally said, Hamilton, Bimbrook area, and we ended up in Cayuga, which is in Haldeman, which is 30, 30-ish minutes away from Hamilton-ish. Give or take, yeah. <laughs> okay, you would beg 40, to differ. 45 to downtown. Zach, Zach would say everything's an hour away. Yeah. So he's, we're very far. Yeah. We're far, far away in a faraway land. Um, and I actually found this house. So yeah. it, that's the other thing that surprised me is that um, although people like the realtor had what we were looking for and she was sending me all these different things, we kind of thought about like, okay, well, maybe we're going to have to start looking a little further out. Yeah. And I found, I happened to find this place. Yeah. Why did we have to look around? Because well, it's too damn expensive. Know, we can't but, afford that. What surprised you about the bidding process? Um, it didn't. It surprised me that everything was priced in a way that like would incite a bidding war. I couldn't. I hated that, and like we lost out on a few houses. And then I was kind of happy after we lost on some of those houses because then I was like picturing like how much we would have been paying now that we have this house, which is substantially yeah. less than. Um, some of the houses that we were looking at. Yeah. Moving to Keogh was good. It's a lot cheaper. 
than uh, than yeah. living in Hamilton. But yeah, the thing that surprised me the most was just uh, that they 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 put a house at like a reasonable price. It was not reasonable. It was still way expensive, like four or five hundred thousand or whatever it was. And then, but even that seemed cheap compared to the area. But I guess their their plan was to incite a bidding war, and you'd go there, and there'd be like five to ten families or couples looking at these houses. And then we mm-hmm. would we would submit the bid like whatever they asked for. We were kind of going over a little bit, like twenty thousand or more, like not crazy because we're, we're yeah because we didn't know what to do. We and... were planning on going crazy, and then they came back. Yeah. It's like no, it went for like fifty thousand more. It went for seventy five thousand over like what they yeah. asked for more, and it's just like they said they already had like ten ten offers on each of these houses. It was crazy. Yeah, I and it and it was hard at the beginning because we had we had started with a different realtor, and then we mm-hmm. decided that that wasn't the right realtor for us. I mean. Um, it's very difficult to have a realtor and then not be able to, as the realtor, give your opinion or give your give your um, expertise on how to do things. So we were just left in the position of like, should we put in an offer for this? Is there going to be like 10 different offers? And the answer would be like, oh, I don't know. That's up to you. Yeah. I hate so it's that like, part. okay, well. They're not allowed to. Inf- they're not allowed. They're not allowed to, to influence allowed, you. Right? But I mean, it's not their fault, and they're not being like uh, conspicuous or whatever. It's just no. their um, what is it the the aura laws or something like that? Yeah, aura aura laws. Like they're not allowed. So I understand that, but it's frustrating. <laughs> It'd be nice if like they just said like yes or no. But I, I understand they can't. But so let's let's keep it moving here. So um, you got a bus to catch. Yeah, I don't want to get bogged down in, in mm-hmm. these kind of things. So yeah, basically like you just you just dipped on that question because you asked me about every single part of the process and you made us start so at the, the very last, beginning. What was the last process after the bidding war then? Uh, finding this house. So we found and this house. Okay. Finding this house, bidding on it, and buying it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we can move on to this one. I sent from the the previous bidding wars that we lost. That we move on from that. Okay. Now we're oh, at okay. this house. Okay. So you found this house. Yeah, we found this house. We decided to look for it. That was the other thing that surprised me. Not surprised me, but was kind of hard was that Zach works in a construction job where he can't just drop everything and come look at a house or, you know, do it in a manner that is fast enough for these bidding wars to occur and and get the house that we want. Because I feel like as soon as that house touches the market and people have already had a chance to look at it, they're gone. It's gone. So like we saw this house. I found it. I found it. I we looked at it. We liked it. Um, you found this house before the realtor, didn't you? Yeah, but it, I think it was because I was looking further out than where she was. Okay. She was told that we were looking. I get, you, I get you. So I just happened to see this one. I'm like, well, it's not right on the outskirts of where we're looking. Let's just yeah. see. We, it has a lot of room and blah blah blah. So let's see. And then we saw. We came. We saw, and we bought. Yeah, even buying it was kind of a whirlwind thing because we you found it that night I think or the day before and then we mentioned it to the realtor lady, and then she I guess it was just went off on the market a day or two ago before we we looked at it or mm-hmm. before you found mm-hmm. it and uh, no one else had made an offer no one else had looked at it and mm-hmm. uh, we talked to the lady and then she told us to drive to Cayuga we came here and the people were still living here and met with the realtor and their realtor and stuff and we. Uh, 
we didn't we oh yeah that was funny because the people were here when we were looking at the house and they were an elderly couple and they're like showing us everything about the house like the the flooring that they use the the radio that they have in their kitchen the bose radio yeah but yeah they only had it up for like a day or two and then we came and looked at it before anyone else had a chance right and then um we looked around and then we went back to the car and then the realtor came out to our car and she asked us what we wanted to do and then we made a bid. I don't even think did we bid. I think we just bid what Put it was an offer. offered. We just yeah. offered, but we offered what it what they had it up for. I don't yeah, even think we that was over. one. That was probably one of my biggest regrets is that we just offered what what it was listed for because we didn't know any better. But I think that we were also jaded because we put in like five or six offers on other houses. Yeah, and we were and we really went, eager. And we went over on those ones and we yeah. got outbid. So this one we just bid, we just offered them what they uh, had it on the market for, and then our lady went inside back in met with the other realtor she said yeah we went to tim hortons and signed the papers yeah we had it, was, it already it was done she in the was, night it was good yeah so it was pretty lucky it was very whirlwind because i didn't it's like a lot of money you're putting out there yeah. and just to be like yeah okay let's decide right now um and the other thing that i kind of regret is not thinking it through a little bit more because we were like you said jaded about buying something or being outbid yeah. and then i after realized oh wait we don't have a garage yeah we don't have a garage here but so i mean there's some things that we just overlooked because in through our excitement yeah. um we didn't we don't have a garage in like our backyard you can't um, get to your backyard. Yeah, there's other people blocking it. It's yeah. kind of small. Yeah, so, I mean, there's small things, but, I mean, it's not the worst. Yeah. So is that basically most of the things that surprised you about actually buying the house? Yeah, that we're up pretty to much, pretty much. All right, so let's uh, let's swing it back a little bit now. <laughs> let's ask you a different question, different, oh, different angle, somewhat different angle. So did originally, before we started, did you think it was going to be an easy process to buy a house? Did you? Yes, because I'm the type of person who likes to rush through things and yeah. just be impulsive and just be like, okay, let's go for it. Let's go. Let's just buy this and go. Yeah. But then I felt like we were stopped at every moment to yeah. be like, okay, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to figure out this, blah, That's blah, true. blah. Did I, you? I thought it was going to be easier too. I didn't realize, I seen people complaining about how bad it was, like even five years ago. And I kind of figured that that was mostly like a Toronto thing. <laughs> I didn't really think in Hamilton that it was going to be that bad. I thought that we were it was going to be a little bit easier where like we'd get the mortgage approval and then that would be fairly easy. Like whatever, they might might send you back a couple times to, to reevaluate your finances. But I thought that was going to be fairly easy. And then I didn't think that you'd get outbid every single time by like $100,000 and like five mm-hmm. or ten different people every single time. I didn't think that was going to be as crazy as it was. I thought yeah. it was like... You make a bid, and then maybe they'll give you like a chance to counter, which they did. But the counters were were ridiculous. I thought the counters like you they offer for like five hundred, and you tell them like I'll give you five twenty, and they're like give us five thirty or forty, and then you're done. Not mm-hmm. like you that goes for five, and you offer them like five twenty, and they're like now we want six fifty or more, and you're like well that's <laughs> fucked. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right? I didn't think it was gonna be that crazy. I thought it was gonna be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll ask you one more question, and then we'll take a break. Okay. All right. So did you think, do you think at this time, like today, 2021, that buying a house is a attainable goal? It is if you already have a house. If you bought an affordable house and you are living the way we are living, it's affordable, it's doable, but 
I've been because I got caught up in wanting to move because like I was saying we don't have a garage and our backyard's kind of small and we have three kids and this house is getting smaller and smaller um but I I was like oh yeah we could do this we could do that we could you know get a bigger backyard and then I was completely like torn about it until I talked to homeowners who have owned their home like parents and stuff like that who have owned homes several homes etc and said you know this is not a good time to buy a house because you would be buying in an inflatable market where your money's worth is not going towards like the house it's going to be an inflated thing that you're paying and then years from now you would have overpaid for what it's worth and it yeah. might it's not going to be worth that and i'm like okay fine i will just stay my ass here and wait yeah that's true which is the, the hardest for me as you know it is hard i i agree like uh i think it's i think if you if you if you were able to save a bunch of money like if you actually were able to save which is hard in, in any environment mm -hmm. but if you're able to save and you had like parents that were able to help you in someone like if you help you with the down payment or help you to live with them and, and save mm -hmm. i think it's still an attainable goal I think it's something that you should still work towards because even if it's an inflated market, having a house still gives you that equity that I think yeah. you need to move on. Like especially if you're like married or in a relationship, like a long-term relationship, or you have kids, I think that you need that equity going forward. So I think it's still yeah. something that I mean you should, should be attainable. A but. long time ago, I had a friend who um, they didn't have the cash, but what they did have was a line of credit. Yeah. And they used their line of credit to put a down payment on a home, which is not a horrible idea. Yeah, it's more expensive, but if you're going to do what you want to do or, like, you want to get to that point, then I think that that's, there's, there's always a way. Yeah. It just depends on which way you're willing, yeah. willing to yeah. do that. I think you could do that before because I think uh, a few years ago or 10 years ago or whatever, you could put like five thousand dollars, which you could get from a line of credit, or ten thousand. Mm -hmm. But now the, the the down payments are a lot higher, which like you'd have you'd like a yeah. twenty thousand dollar line of credit, so you'd be paying a payment on the the line of credit plus your thing. If you made lots of money and you just didn't yeah. have the, uh, the ability, I think you could do that. But that I don't think that's very attainable. But I also think too that now that we're renewing our mortgage, when I was looking at mortgage rates, do you know that the mortgage rate is better for those who are in a worse financial position than we are? <laughs> Uh, that kind of I didn't know that, but I guess that's to that incentivize them yeah, to get in. But that irritates me that yeah. somebody who is not, who's not, I guess. Well, I guess they're ready to buy a house, but we've proven to the bank or the credit union that we can pay our mortgage, pay it on time, and do all the stuff. But we're not being rewarded for that. Somebody else who's who mm -hmm. hasn't proven themselves to the financial inst institution or like is just buying a home they're getting a better incentive than you are. Yeah, that's true. Well, loyalty is never rewarded. No. Especially with, uh, like, uh, corporations and things like that, right? But that's a completely different topic. So for now, we'll take a break, and when we come back, you can ask me some questions. Okay, and we're back. So now it's my turn to ask you some questions about how you feel about our home ownership and buying a house. Okay. Um, is there anything that you regret? About what? About the subject that we're speaking about. <laughs> buying I a house. I need a complete question okay. in order to give a complete answer. <laughs> what do you regret or do you regret anything about the buying 
process. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can answer that question. You can? I'll try. I don't know if I can. With a yawn? With, I didn't yawn. I didn't <laughs> yawn. I'm not yawning. Not but, yet. Uh, I can put my hood on for this question. <clears throat> now that I'm ask, being asked the questions, even though you can't see me putting my hood on. Um, what do I regret? I, I regret... Um, Kind of that we previously mentioned that we didn't um, we didn't get a, a garage for this house. We didn't buy a house because we bought, ended up buying a townhouse. Like so, so, we mm-hmm. didn't, we don't have a garage, and uh, like that our backyard's not as big as we would like. Other than that, like inside the house, it's like a three story house. It's like tons of square footage. Like we got lots of room. All like everything inside the house is really nice. Like the people that had it before us, they they had like nice uh, flooring and stuff, and like good um, like appliances, like gas appliances and everything. So. I like everything inside. I think the only regrets I would really have is just uh, the garage in the backyard, which is funny because we didn't even um, we didn't even realize that it had a garage because <laughs> we were so swept up in actually getting a house that we had a chance on on buying because we were like shot down so many times that when we came here and looked at it <laughs> and uh, it did all that stuff. We didn't. I didn't even realize we didn't it have did a garage. It did all of the things until, like, until we actually signed the papers and then we finished. And we actually, I think, we went home for the night and we we're like, "Oh yeah, it doesn't have a garage." <laughs> what did we do? Yeah. Yeah, but then I was like, "I don't care. I don't need a garage." Yeah, you don't think you need a garage until you need it until you live, and then you actually like, and oh, you have yeah. a whole bunch of kid junk all over the place. Yeah, and you're like, we need something more to store all this stuff. But I guess that's the only regret is the garage in the backyard, which will be fixed when we get our next house eventually. Yep. That's for sure. Um, so would you say uh, we had a good experience with our realtor or what experience do you think I like the had? realtor. I forgot that we actually had a, a realtor, like a first realtor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot um, that we had one in the beginning and then we switched. I can't even remember what they did that, that we didn't like them or what, what the reason that we switched. What was the reason that we even switched? Um, because I felt like I didn't realize that realtors weren't allowed to not influence you, but they weren't allowed to help you because I felt like we were looking for questions about buying a house and they weren't able to answer them in a way that was like I'm unable to influence you but typically this is how it works it was just like okay well if you want to put in a bid go right ahead and then they would they wrote the bid and then they're just like oh yeah you didn't you didn't get it and then when we got our second realtor she explained to us that that's not how that works you have to do this that and the other you have to sign a disclosure that you're only going to use this realtor or your or or um, if you are going to use more than one realtor then that has to be put in place beforehand or like that's not how you put in a bid and she kind of educated us or me at least a lot about how the process works yeah she was nice i don't really have any uh problems like she did everything that we asked her to we said we wanted to look in a certain area and like hamilton binbrook i think we eventually expanded to caledonia yeah and uh she showed us places she seemed diligent as far as i i knew like she was good when we signed the papers like she was on it to show us the house like she didn't like we wanted to look at it that evening as soon as it was available and she like met us that evening yeah and like spent a couple hours like driving out to like way out in Cayuga to do that and then sat with us while we like looked around and then signed the papers then went back and did everything mm-hmm. and so like she was on if she if she wasn't available that night like if she's like oh I can't do it now you have to wait a different time then it probably would have been a different story but no she was she was diligent I liked it yeah and I think that's one of the most important things about having a realtor if you're looking for a house or buying a house that you have a realtor that's a go-getter that will say yes I will 
you know, I'm able and available to go and complete these tasks with you or do these things and get this done Yeah, right away. That's true, Anne. Um, what were you looking for in a house when we first started looking? Uh, when we first started looking, I wanted a house. I wanted all of the things. I wanted like a big house with a garage. Wow, you balling. And like an acre of land. And, um, I didn't really want to be near anybody. So I was hoping to be kind of maybe out in the country. Like we, we live in a townhouse now, which is funny because I wouldn't really ideally want to live in a townhouse. I'd want to live on basically like a property that's at least an acre that you're kind of in the middle. I don't recall this. I don't recall you ever saying anything about what you had wanted. I did. I did. It just, those were like kind of now. So now you got a memory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What we wanted was, uh, like what my, what I wanted, what my aims were, I realized were also like in the expensive range of houses. So my plan was to like get a more reasonable house for the first five years and then build up our equity and, uh, like, establish ourselves and then look for something that i would like more in the future mm-hmm. so i yeah. am so what are you looking for in a new house when we go looking for a new house <laughs> remember we talked about this yeah. on valentine's day somewhat that's how our romance goes now <laughs> we did we did we took a romantic trip and then we wrote down our lists of wants and needs oh, yeah, for <laughs> for a new house yeah that's a... when we were delusional thinking that we could move right now yeah that's funny but uh, I do remember our romantic getaway where we talked about houses, buying new houses. <laughs> but uh, hashtag I, adult life. Yeah, but no, I for what I would not now. I, I definitely, if we move, definitely need a garage. Um, I would not. I enjoyed this house and like having this couple neighbors that we have. But I don't want to live in a townhouse again. So we'd have to have some sort of a detached house. Um, like property be nice if we didn't have like an acre or more i could live with it but i would want like at least an acre like try to or more like a larger property where the kids could play more and i could get into my like uh, hobby farming what are you gonna farm at this hobby farm (laughs) just like and who's gonna help you farm this the 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 children because i know you won't Mm. But no, i'll just enjoy it just tomatoes many many tomatoes tomatoes tomatoes. i am not an tomatoes. Italian Nona who is going to be making tomato sauce all the live long day. Just many, just so many you know. tomatoes. I want like... I A want, whole acre of tomatoes? Yes. I want probably like 100 or 200 meter like rows of maybe like five or six of tomato plants. Just 100 meter rows of tomato plants. and then, That is not a hobby farm. And then I can get... And then I can get like that's work a thousand jars, and then in the fall I can just jar for like a month straight, and then we can have tomato sauce every single day. That'll be my hobby farm. And then next, uh, other than ne- the tomatoes. Next question. <laughs> other than the tomatoes, then we'll have like thyme and herbs so that we can season the tomato sauce. And make summer savory. Yes. <laughs> Which nobody knows what that is, but it's okay. Yeah, nobody knows what that is. Um, yeah, ne- so next question. So other than an acre and a and a garage, what is it? Three bed. You- three, three, I guess, wait, how old do we need now? We need four bedrooms now. So four bedroom like three story i like i like three story house you wouldn't want like a ranch style or a bungalow i don't like bungalows if it was a bungalow you i could do a bungalow but why because its name is bungalow no i could bungalow is fine but it would just there's no basement and there's no upstairs so it would just have bungalows have basements not all the time okay but some of them do yes they could have a basement but it's just more of like a wider house are you racist against bungalows i don't know what that means but 
Oh, yeah, we could do bungalow, but... Raised ranch. Bungalow. No, I like three-story houses. Basement. It's a lot of stairs. For somebody whose kneecap is hurting him, <laughs> you like to run up and down all these stairs? Yes. I okay. like to have a tall house. Okay. The wraparound porch. Okay, now you're just getting... <laughs> you're getting extra. So, is a pool in your future? I don't care about a pool. But if there was a pool... I guess. That's my goal. Just I know so you that know. you want a pool. That is my goal. I know that you want a pool so I, that I I'm can gonna maintain do, it. <laughs> I'm going to do... Well, then I'll have a pool, boy. Yeah. I am going to do everything in my power to make sure we have a pool. Because <laughs> I need and want a pool in my life. Yeah. Pools are fine. I just don't want to maintain it. That's the problem. I don't want my whole summer to be taken but up. But what is that even going to take? Just you looking with a leaf thinger? Yeah, with just, the leaf skimmer. Yeah, I don't that's not going to be hard. Because you're not doing it. That's why it won't be hard. There's automatic ones now. Yeah, I'm the automatic pool skimmer. <laughs> fine. Okay. Well, that leads into my next question then. Um, did you realize that you were going to have to do a lot of house repairs and upgrades because of all my DIY projects that I spring on you? I didn't realize it because this house, it like, actually doesn't need anything. So, like, this house is already in good shape. It's a it's only, like, 10 years. I guess it's 15 years old now, but it's only 10 years when we bought it. So there's nothing wrong with the house. It doesn't have any foundation issues the only things that need to be done are your, your DIY things. Where like every six months, you want the walls painted and okay. like things moved around. I didn't no. realize I'd have to do all that. No, but you also have to explain that when we purchased this house, it had two bedrooms and a loft. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. I so that. the math doesn't really quite cut it yeah, that's true. with uh, the five people that live in this house now. Yeah, that's true. Well, the DIY upstairs was good because we had like a, um, our upstairs, we had the loft and a bathroom and a bedroom and we ended up changing the loft into a bedroom mm -hmm. so that the kids could have a room upstairs so that was good and we're currently going to change add another bit bedroom in the basement too yeah so, so everybody can have their own room yeah so and nobody's funny. fighting yeah so like that those i didn't realize that that was going to be a thing because i thought that we would um be out of the house this year mm -hmm. i thought after five years we would be moving i didn't realize that the housing uh, market was going to continue to be crazy yeah yeah that was gonna be my goal too but now i'm i'm disappointed but at the same time i'm not yeah. because it's like okay we like you told me before like we don't have to be that careful well we should be careful with our money but with how our mortgages and the affordable house that we did choose we did ourselves a favor and we were able to have extra money yeah. that we can do things with or we don't have to be like really frugal and be like okay uh, we're living paycheck to paycheck and we're house poor yeah or if so something that, happens like if one of us loses our jobs then at least like how we it. didn't have air conditioning, yeah, air conditioning we were able to fix that so i was happy that we didn't have to like put that on a credit card or anything and have to be paying that off for yeah. you know a year or something stupid that's true so that was good um what do you think your homeowner style is i don't know we have to define the question a bit more I don't even know what I meant when I wrote that. <laughs> so I would say... What do you mean homeowner style? Maybe like I I'm mean... I'm a cool guy, so I'm a cool... <laughs> I guess I'm a cool homeowner. Um... I don't really talk to the neighbors that much. <laughs> Is that my homeowner style? I say Maybe... hi and bye. <laughs> no, I mean like... I don't even actually know what I mean. We're going to skip that question because I don't recall what I was even thinking when I wrote that. <laughs> Maybe it's a typo. 
It's not. I, <laughs> it's not. It's you know not. you know me to say it's not? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I didn't know this when you were talking and answering these questions about what you wanted in a house when we first started looking. Um, and I noticed that you said that you were wanting a big property so and nobody beside you. So would you prefer a city house or a country house? I would prefer a country house. Did not know that. For somebody yeah. who complains almost daily for the first three years that we lived here, that everything is so far. Yeah. And it's at least an, any any time that we talk about going somewhere, Zach will count out how long it's going to take to get all this stuff done. And he'll say, okay, well, I want to get this, 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 and this done so that we don't have to keep going out. And, and when we do go out, it's going to take an hour for us to get there. And it's going to take about three to four hours to do what we're doing. And then an hour back. So that's basically 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's not that far. Well, yeah, it kind of is, but it is far. But anyway, that's <laughs> besides the point. It is far. But I just, uh, I would rather live, even though it's a little bit further than living in the city living in the city you're just you have your neighbors all around you and if you don't get along with them then you're just you're still close to them you're still stuck with them and i don't really like that i would rather be kind of out a little bit more of the country if you had a property that was bigger and you had a house in the middle and then that way your, your neighbors are like a few hundred meters away on either side even if they're kind of close right you don't ideally have to interact with them that much that would be nice Plus, I like to like I like to smoke meat a lot and stuff, and, and do the barbecue thing, and then it's really really smoky, and I kind of feel bad sometimes when I'm when I'm barbecuing in the backyard and the smoker's going, mm-hmm. that like it just the whole area is just filled with smoke, and if we didn't have neighbors that are that close, then it wouldn't be a big of a problem. Or like yesterday when we were sitting outside and people are playing music and like everybody has like clashing music styles outside. So like you'll hear oldies somewhere and then you'll hear like new music and then you're hearing like Spanish music all at once. So it's like, okay, this is really hard to listen to without listening to everybody else's stuff. Yeah, that's true because all the backyards are back to back, right? But it's bad. Like the area that we live in is good. Everyone fairly gets like everyone gets along with each other, so that's nice. It would be a lot worse yeah. if if people didn't get along with each other, each other, and they were trying to like play their music louder in order to like <laughs> overpower other people. That would be annoying. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Then I'd really have to crank the smoker up and just smoke out everybody. But oh boy, <laughs> I don't want to be your neighbor if no, I, I if I didn't like you. Yeah, but you're a likable guy. I'm a likable guy. I get along with everybody, but I'd live in the city. Like I wouldn't, if, if things worked out differently, even if they still work out differently in the future and like the house that we want to find is, is the ideal house, even if it doesn't have as much property, if, if it's nice, it has the bedrooms and it's close to the amenities and school and whatnot that we would like, then I'd still be up, up for that. I'm pretty easy. I'm not. I no. want a pool. I want all of the things. I want property. I want... I want to be rich, basically. I want to be rich, yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I basically want to be rich. I don't really want to live. I used to think I wanted to live in the city, but now living out here, I don't really want to live in the city. Everything is just too congested, too close by, and like, it's just a lot. It's too, it's almost like too much. I didn't realize since we've moved out here, when I do go back into the city, I just feel overwhelmed, like with people and things and all the things that are happening and going on. It's just like, 
this is a lot. Yeah. Like I'm, it, I feel less peaceful. Yeah, it's, it's more peaceful out here. I feel yeah. like. And during like the the COVID thing, it's uh, it's a lot more relaxed out here than it yeah. is in the city. Like, cause I work in Toronto, so then I see people that are like walking down the street wearing masks by themselves and stuff, and like a lot of like crazy thing. Or there's just a lot of people that are all Did around. Did you just call people crazy? Yes, and there's a lot of like people in general that are always walking around. It's a lot busier, especially during this COVID time, right? Where like out in the country, there's fewer people walking, and no, I, there's people walking. There's just fewer people walking, right? Okay, because there's fewer. less people here. But obviously, okay. it makes sense, right? And then I haven't seen anyone walking by themselves wearing a mask. I have. You have out here. Yeah, I have I out here. But like, it just seems they're like older. there's older. Oh, they're older. Maybe they're older, but. I don't know. It just seems like a lot more relaxed out here than when I see when I work in the city. Yeah, that's true. So that, this makes me appreciate being out here more. Does it? You're appreciative? Yeah, I'm appreciative. Why not? I don't know. You're not? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just was wondering uh-huh. how come you're so appreciative all of a sudden. Because I can be. Hmm. Okay, I think we need a break from you and your qu- and the answers to your questions. Sure. And then when we come back, we're just going to talk quickly about a summary of all the things and have some unsolicited advice and talk about our social media and what we're going to talk about next week. So we'll be back. Okay. So in conclusion, what we learned about buying a home is that the bank is bad. (laughs) The realtor that we found is good and um the process was hard the actual buying process was harder than we thought it was going to be but we got lucky and it worked out so i think it's mostly about luck maybe and (laughs) persistence yeah it it was largely luck yeah um yeah okay sounds good so my unsolicited advice for this week is make sure you have a good realtor and that you research about all of the things before you look for a house and get started so that you know what you're looking for that you're not indecisive and that you can act quickly to get what you want that seems fair and uh next week we are going to be talking further about our relationship and maybe kind of along 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 the lines of where we started and where we are now so we're gonna dig deep yeah, as deep as we can dig. I don't think we should go that deep. Just all right, all just right. a little surface bit. Surface level. <laughs> we'll go we'll go one level down from the surface. Yeah. So we're going to talk about more in depth about me and you and our relationship and some of the things that are the little things that make up the big things of our relationship. Oh damn. <laughs> all right, then that's it. Okay. Signing it off for now. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>